0: The very illustration He gives is a man who goes to build his house. And the one who comes and hears and responds is one who's done the work of digging the foundation and pouring the cement and getting everything ready so that when he builds the house, it is going to stand. Now, hard truth for us. That's a lot of work. It takes effort to actually build a foundation that is going to be secure. And the reality is many of us come to Christ or we come to a place where we say, Jesus, I just want you to build me my house. I just I just want to build my house right now and move in and be done. And so we get all the materials and we just, look at that. There it is. It looks great until the storms come. And by golly, every single one of you has seasoned storms in your life. And you're going to season more of them. There's going to be more. And so the question you have to ask yourself is in the midst of the storms I'm going to face, is my foundation secure or have I constructed all of it on sandy soil? And when we come back to this, it roots into the simple truth that a firm foundation can only be established when I respond in obedience to the things of Jesus. When I respond in obedience to the things of Jesus, the gospel demands a response with eternal consequences. And we have to recognize that if I am not rooted into the things of Christ, then I'm rooted into something else that is not secure. And the consequences of that are eternal in nature, church. They don't end here. And we may see the consequences on this side of eternity, but we may not. And the reality is, as a church, we don't sugarcoat eternity as if somehow the Bible doesn't speak of a hell where there is eternal torment. And I had a friend who is not saved challenge me once. And he said the biggest struggle he has with people who claim to be followers of Christ is if they really believe that if I don't believe in the person of Jesus, that I'm going to spend eternity in hell, why wouldn't you say something? Why wouldn't you tell me? So he says there's two conclusions I come to. Either one, you don't really believe it, or two, You don't care about me. And ever since then, that has sat in my stomach. And God has used that in powerful ways. Anytime I feel like I can't share the gospel with someone, I think of that conversation. And I go, do I really care about this person? And if I do, man, I'm going to share Jesus with them because it has eternal consequences. And if I have shared the gospel with someone and they choose not to hear or not respond, who is that on? Them. Everyone say them. God has called you to be responsible to you and to respond accordingly to what you know to be true. And so the application is simply this, church. How will you respond? How will you respond? I'm going to give you a couple suggestions. First, respond in humility. The reality is, Jesus gave His life because of your sin, not because of your greatness. So when you respond to the gospel, respond in humility. Not just at the moment of salvation, but every day that you wake up. Stop and consider the gospel. And respond accordingly. Another suggestion Respond with sincerity. Who do we think we're fooling, church? Usually, we think we're fooling the people around us. In the end, who you convinced that you were a follower of Jesus bears no weight. Okay? (laughs) And it's silly for us to think that. And I am just as guilty as the rest of you in this. That the only people that I am fooling are those who look at my life on the outside. Jesus already sees everything else that really goes on. And He's the one I have to give account to when I stand before Him in eternity. So respond with sincerity. And last suggestion I'm going to give to you is to respond with urgency. Because we don't know how much time we have. We don't know when Jesus might return. We talked about that last week. Living in constant expectation of His return. And so as you think about this, as you pray through this, as you consider the depth of what this means for us, how will you respond? Now I'm going to ask the worship team to come up here. And here's what I want to do. Okay? Because, church, this is, if we, if we miss this, the consequences of that are eternal. And the weight of that is something that I feel every day because I long that you would understand this. And I don't want that to be limited by time frames or schedules. I want you to grasp. And so here's what I want to do, okay? Because any, any talk where I say you need to respond is uh, silly if I don't actually give you a chance to respond. But I'm, I'm going to do that a little differently, okay? Because we are really blessed here with quite a few people who have rooted into these truths. And they're, they're confident in this. Okay? And so if there's a handful of you who say, yes, I'm responding to the gospel and I I want to do this well, and I'm going to continue to pursue Jesus, those of you who are confident and rooted into this, I just want a handful of you, okay, not maybe like five or ten of you, to come down here in front. And here's why. I'm going to explain why in a minute. Because for the rest of you, some of you may be just wrestling and you have responded to the gospel, but... You're at a season in your life where you 're just challenged and there is a lot of hardship there's a lot of storms and you your foundation is is swaying and I want to give you the opportunity to come and have someone pray over you and that 's what church life should look like where man i 'm struggling and I have a desire to, to respond to the gospel Not just at the moment I chose to believe But every day But I'm not really sure how to do that And so I just want Like five, six, seven people Who are rooted in this And are saying I, I would be willing to just pray with somebody Who's wrestling or struggling I would just ask you to come down here And you sit on the steps As we worship Okay, Right now if there's anyone who's just confident And would be say, I'm, I'll pray with someone I pray with someone this morning Just come down Come down front here And sit on the on these front steps I'm not going to make you just stand up here Kind of strange Alright But I want you to come And just have a seat And then In the midst of this I want This last song We're going to sing a song called The Rock Won't Move The Rock Won't Move <laughs> And it may be unfamiliar to some of you It may be familiar to some But as we're singing this I want you to consider how will you respond And then as God leads And as you choose I want you to come down And you just, put your, you just come down you put your hand on one of these people's shoulder And you say I just, I just want you to pray with me And you don't have to share details If you're not comfortable with that If you're confused at what response the gospel should look like, I would ask you to just verbalize that and allow them to pray over you. And as we do that together, I'm going to ask that you remain seated for the first portion of this song and then partway through our worship team is going to have you stand. As we reflect on this truth and we ask ourselves the question, how will we respond? Father, as we think about this now, may we do so in a way. That glorifies you above all else May we respond with boldness With humility And may we do so Recognizing that you already know where we're at You already recognize the struggles The trials that we face And so may In an act of obedience Maybe this morning it's just coming forward And having someone pray with with us Maybe it's uh, Challenging myself Setting a goal to say This is how I'm going to respond to the gospel Lord, may you move right now in a way that reveals where we truly are at, where our heart is truly at, in response to what you have already done for us. We pray this in Jesus' name.